0: O oh my Lord
1: open for me my chest and ease for me my task and untie the knot from my tongue that they may understand my speech Bismillah wa alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ya jama'een Rabbi shirach li sadarii wa yassir li amarii wa hlulu qudatam min lisaani yafqahu qawli Rabbi zidna alima, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh My beautiful sisters, welcome to another episode of the Women of Quran Now podcast. Welcome. I بالله
0: من الشيطان الرجيم. the كان Gracious Satan وإخوانكم وأزواجكم وعشيرتكم وعشيرتكم your wa and وتجارة تحشون كسادها ومساكن ومساكن ترضونها أحب إليكم من الله ورسوله وجهاد وجهاد في سبيله فتربصوا حتى
1: such a powerful, powerful ayah. Let's go ahead and read um, the translation of it. Say, in parentheses, O Muhammad, if your fathers, your sons, your brothers, your wives, your relatives, wealth which you have obtained commerce wherein you fear decline and dwellings with which you are pleased are more beloved to you than Allah and his messenger and jihad in his cause then wait until Allah executes his command and Allah does not guide the defiantly disobedient people this is a powerful ayah that really uh, Touched me to the core in 2012, um, but I want to go ahead and um, go into the tafsir first, and then let me share some of the reflections that I that I've had over the years with this ayah. Um, so this ayah 24 in Surat a Asadi says that um, the reason why. The, the the people, not the believers, the people were called, the people were wrongdoers. And he's referring to the ayah before, ayah 23. He says the reasons why they are wrongdoers is that love of Allah and his messenger should be given precedence over love of all others. And everything else should be secondary to them. Hence, Allah reveals this ayah 24 that we just uh, read and recited. So if your fathers um he says and by the same token mothers so aba when we when when we say aba ukum this is also referring to um to mothers so it's like your fathers it, it includes uh the mothers as well right so <clears throat> your sons here your sons your brothers um in lineage and kinship your spouses your clan meaning your relatives in general the wealth that you have acquired meaning that you have earned and toiled for actually in here um it's really it's not just wealth it's wealth that you have you know um struggled for worked hard for and asadi says this is singled out for mention because people are more attached to it and more careful with it than wealth that comes to them without effort or striving so there's a distinction um, that is being made here it's not just wealth just like that but it's the wealth that you actually worked hard for if all of these things that Allah is listing the merchandise which you fear will not be sold meaning you fear that its price will drop or that it will be lost this includes all kinds of trade and earnings such as trade goods vessels weapons your furniture grains farmland livestock and so on and i would even say services as well like if you're in the service like me you know let's say you you have a new service and your product that you are trying to launch and then you're afraid that maybe nobody will take it or nobody will it won't so it won't sell uh right it won't be sold out Like you have all these fears so he's saying all of these, right? The fear of losing in trade and your work and the dwellings in which you, you delight. So your houses, um, because of their comfort, um, their beauty, adornment, they suit your desires, right? This is the perfect house. This is everything you want in a house, right? If all of these things, they are more beloved to you, they are dear to you, than Allah, and his messenger and striving and fighting in his cause then you are transgressors and wrongdoers subhanallah then wait when allah says then wait and asadi says watch out for that which will befall you of punishment may allah save us until allah brings about his decree of punishment which cannot be put back Ibn Kathir, he in his tafsir, he quotes uh, a hadith that I would like to share with you. He says, uh, Imam Ahmed recorded that Zuhra bin Ma'bad said that his grandfather said, We were with the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam while he was holding the hand of Umar bin uh, al Khattab. Umar said, By Allah, you, O Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, are dearer to me than everything except for myself. The Messenger of Allah said, None among you will attain faith until I become dearer to him than even himself. Umar said, Verily now you are dearer to me than myself by Allah. And the Messenger of Allah said, Al-an, Ya Umar. Al-an, Ya Umar. <clears throat> now, O Umar. Meaning, now you have reached that level of faith. Now you get it. And Al Bukhari also collected this hadith. Let's go back to Asadi. Asadi says, For Allah does not guide disobedient people. Here, that's the end of the ayah, where it says, For Allah does not guide disobedient people. He said it means here that those who fail to obey Allah and give precedent to any of the things, um, <clears throat> so they fail to obey Allah and the other. Uh, sin they're doing is they're giving precedence, they're preferring, they're prioritizing, they're putting ahead of Allah and His Messenger as priorities, they're putting all the things that were mentioned above over the love of Allah. So they're putting their parents, they're putting their siblings, they're putting their spouse, they're putting their brothers, they're putting, um, you know, their families, they're putting um, their children, they're putting their... um, their work, their trade, their profits, their homes, they're putting all, basically their whole life. You know, we we did the double of, you know, like my life and my death, the place that I live, the time that I live, all of that, lillahi rabbil alameen, if you guys remember, right? So here, it's it reminds me of that ayah. So instead of lillahi rabbil they are making it for their own desires. They're, they're basically preferring the dunya, so that has more love in their hearts than Allah and His Messenger. And so, here um, it says, um, this verse provides the greatest evidence for the obligation to love Allah and His Messenger, and to give them precedence over love of anything else. Right? Because... If you don't, then you won't be guided. We all want Hidayah. We all want guidance. And sometimes we feel lost and confused and overwhelmed. And and we feel like our Iman is low. And honestly, sisters, it's easier said than done. But it's also very simple. Iman goes down with sins. Iman goes down with um, us preferring other things and putting everything else ahead of Allah and His Messenger, Iman goes up with good deeds. Iman goes up when we, whenever we make choices, we choose Allah and His Messenger first. Our Iman will go up. Allah will bring us closer to Him. But when we put things ahead of Allah, like we put our work in front of Allah, we put, you know, Subhanallah. I um, think somebody sent me. a... Uh, a video this morning actually i saw it this morning when i woke up and it was this uh, christian preacher and he was basically talking about the muslims he was he was admonishing the christians right and he was saying look at the muslims and he was saying like look when you when they go to work one of the first thing they're gonna ask where can i pray and if you and he said, if you don't give them a place to pray, when it's time for their prayer, they'll pull out their prayer rug and they will pray because they want to tell you that this job is not more important than their worship. And they will show you that they, they don't care losing the job as long as they have, you know, the worship, as long as they have, uh, as long as they worship God. So that's what he was saying. And I was like, mashallah, I wish this was a case for, you know many of us unfortunately i i can't say that at least the people that i've encountered as far as muslims i cannot say that a lot of us are doing this very few of us have that level of you know putting allah and his messenger first you know we'll delay prayer for work we'll delay prayer for a function, we'll delay prayer for a family visit, we'll delay prayer for our children. I remember a long time ago, like I I, I want to say 2009, um, yeah 2009 actually, I had just started wearing hijab and I was, you know, more and more into my deen and I was invited to a relative's um, Uh they were actually celebrating their baby's first-year-old first-year birthday Um, and I remember vividly because it was time for the cake to be cut Um, and I would say a hundred percent of the people at the gathering were Muslims we were all Muslims but a few of the people were saying this is Maghrib we need to go pray and so the few that were really worried about maghrib and praying maghrib they went somewhere and prayed maghrib in the house while the others you know sang happy birthday and were busy cutting the cake for a baby who doesn't even know what's going on actually he's a year old um i'm not judging them i'm just saying that this is what i've witnessed this is what i've seen and you know, I was doing the same thing before. So the point is that preacher, when he was saying, you know, the Muslims, when they go, they're gonna put their prayer first and they're gonna do this. Yes, some of us, yes. And what we should be doing, yes, Allah is calling us to do this. Allah is calling us to do this because he listed, there's there's not a word in the Quran that is put there in vain. And he clearly listed um, you know, the things that should take precedence. And if you look at, <laughs> at all of these things listed is basically a dunya, a life in dunya should never go ahead of Allah and his messenger. Allah and his messenger should be, should take precedence over our life in this dunya. And the fact is, Allah gave us life. We would not be here without Allah. Allah gave us life and he is the one preserving our lives and he's the one who's giving us everything that we have. So how can we put him in the back burner and then say that we're going to focus and live our life, you know? So it's it's really food for thought. It's not um I don't want uh I don't want I don't want my sisters to feel judged, but I want all of us to check ourselves and all of us to own up and all of us to do self-accountability and say, you know what? Yeah, this was this was messed up. This was wrong. You know, Allah astaghfirullah wa atubu And let me see how I can do better from now on. How can I make sure that in my choices, in my living, I am putting Allah and his messenger ahead? Because the alternative is not neutral. The alternative is punishment and misguidance. Because Allah says, Wait for the command of Allah this is a threat this is a this is a warning wait for the command of Allah meaning wait for the punishment of Allah and Allah says he does not guide the disobedient so again this is describing that if you do not put Allah in his messenger first then Allah will put you know the person in the category of disobedient and Allah will not guide this person may Allah protect us and save us and this person will feel lost and so it's a fight because shaitan is going to want to distract us. And he's going to want to make us focus on all of these things that were listed. But it's a fight with our nafs. It's a fight against shaitan so that we always, always, always make sure that Allah and his messenger come first in our decision-making. May Allah give us the tawfiq. May Allah truly aid us until another episode, another verse, um, another Jews, and um, other reflections. be it Allah, as-salamu alaykun wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Subhana rabbika rabbil izzah Amma yasifoon Wasalamun ala al-mursaleen